are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This January 2nd, 2023, I got it right uh, two times in a row today, uh, brought to you by Manscaped.com, Manscaped.ca. Use promo code 1420SCAPED at Manscaped today for all your men's personal grooming needs. Uh, get your balls in the right shape for the new year. Uh, Dave, happy new year to you. Hope all is well with yours. You were down in Mont- the state of Montana, getting down a little bit on New Year's Eve, I'm assuming. I stayed here in Lethbridge after we got back on Friday night. Man, the days are all kind of just going into one big week here, but during the holiday season. Happy new year to you. How was the holiday? How was everything going down in Montana? Well, happy new year to you as well. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was excellent. Uh, a little dicey roads going down. That was on the Friday, but then uh, skied with the boy on Saturday. Watched, uh, got home to uh, watch a bit of football. Then off to a friend's house. There was four families, obviously close families, uh, close friends of mine, and their kids. And uh, we did her up, old man style. Didn't get too uh, loopy, but definitely burned the midnight oil. Didn't leave their place till two in the a.m. And I'm not used to that kind of lateness. No, we got quite lucky. We went out to Pop South, and uh, there was a band playing there. A good cover. I think their band was named Uncovered. I think they played a bunch of cover songs. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a good time. We got there at about nine o'clock to watch the end of the the, the Georgia game uh, on the, the big screens there, and then uh, strike a midnight. We had a smooch, and then we called the Uber, and uh, we were out of the out the door about twelve oh eight, and home by twelve twenty two, kind of deal. So it worked out pretty well on our end. How it all? I think if we would have waited one more minute on either side, we might have. We might have missed that Uber, and who knows? You, you don't get home till if you, if you miss that cab train when you're out and about on New Year's Eve. Sometimes you don't get home till three in the morning waiting for cabs, right? So especially where I live, there's no walking home. Well, yeah, I, I was lucky because I'm married to my cab driver, so uh, she was uh, <laughs> she was ready, and we got her going, and it was it was good. And you know what? What I love about house parties in uh, in the states, uh, fireworks. So, a uh, buddy of mine, Jim, and I, we uh, kissed our wives at uh, 1150, went down and set up shop by the lake, and we put on a show. God, I love I love fireworks. I'm such a kid when it comes to that. I like fireworks, too. Like I, we, my sister's place out in Vancouver Island a couple of years back, we did it up ourselves. We, uh, we, 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 my, my brother Mike bought the... Uh, the kits, whatever they are, the, the packs, the party packs, whatever you want to call them, the uh, 60, 80 bucks, whatever they were, and they're gone within minutes. But, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You just set them off. The dogs get a little bit freaked out, but, oh, well, it's for the uh, it's for the kids inside of all of us when the fireworks go off. People love fireworks. It's actually unbelievable how you'll, you'll, open, you'll, you'll catch flies in your mouth just watching those things. It's something else to behold. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a treat being able to do that there, and with no uh, no worry about any kind of forest fires with uh, with all the snow that's down there too. So oh, it's there very, is. Uh, you know, are you are you a New Year's guy? Do you like New Year's? Uh yeah, I am quite a New Year's guy. I I prefer it to like it's ten times the the drinking day that uh, St. Patrick's Day is. I don't. Oh like yeah, there's that. no comparison. No, but I like New Year's Eve because. Um, you know, everybody has a day off work the next day. It's in the holiday season. Um, at Christmas, Christmas is for the family. New Year's is for the friends. That's I've, how I, I kind of equate it. The older I get, the more I'd rather be. A, okay, if I'm not around really close friends, then I'd rather be at an establishment or just home alone with Deanne. Uh, but if I'm around quasi friends uh, that kind of know that awkward of shaking hands and hugging people you don't really know at 1201 i don't like that very much i i don't like it yeah and then the last shit i can't remember the last time i was in an establishment on new year's eve it's always been with close friends at yeah. a house and that's how i like to roll on new year's eve 
No, I'm 100. Yeah. yeah, it's just one yeah. of those things. This year, we decided to do something. We never got in touch with anybody, and just never because we were out in Vancouver, I didn't know we'd be back in time. So yeah, it's just one of those things that that awkward handshake, like "Hi, person, I don't know. Happy New Year, and all the best to you." Fuck off. Like I don't, I don't, I didn't know you earlier. I don't know you now. Like when well, this Cabley's, I don't give a shit. Like what? That's just me. Whatever. But well, you know, but when I was in my 20s, though, I was a pretty good little horn dog, and I was kissing anyone that had lips. <laughs> Well, you met your wife on New Year's Eve. I met my wife on New Year's Eve in in, in Whitefish, Montana. So it's a it's a momentous day. So I've known my wife for twenty two years and one day. Jesus, getting old. Anyways, Dave, with all the uh, negativity that happens in the world of sports, on uh, like with the, the World Juniors and the Team Canada stuff, and and then uh, college football has a bunch of negative stuff that rolls about. This past weekend, and the hockey game tonight was unbelievable. Canada won in overtime. Uh, Connor Bedard, he just continues to amaze. It's unbelievable uh, what that kid's doing at the age of 17. But with all the negativity that goes about People who don't just watch sports, if you could just, if you could turn the, the, the noise off, and I'm going to try to do that this year a little bit more, is turn the noise off and just enjoy the games for what they are because there were two football games on Saturday, a, a hockey game on Saturday night with Team Canada beating, beating Sweden, the hockey game tonight, we will, we'll get into the uh, DeMar Hamlin situation in Buffalo in a second, but if you can... Just watch the games and enjoy them for what they are and tune out all the CNN BS that happens in the world of sports or in the, in the entertainment world. People who don't watch sports for, for that, they don't know what they're fucking missing. I agree. Like, uh, over the years, I have taken a step back and not gotten caught up in all the noise and not being a part of the noise. It's kind of ironic that we talk about the noise a couple times a week here, but now it's it's more I think of a celebratory nature. We're not we're not beaten down and and overanalyzing. And like that's the last thing we do is overanalyze because you can these these people that are on ESPN and and whatever all these talking heads and and people with podcasts and 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 radio shows overanalyzing and just looking for talking points and clicks, but just to sit there and, and enjoy a game. Yeah, that. Well, when we yeah. put that guy on pause, because I got a word for him too. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun, and you know, I, I watching those games on. Uh, I the only game I watched most of all weekend because I was either on the ski hill or traveling or partying. Uh, pretty good little threesome uh, of things <laughs> to do on a holiday weekend. Um, it did come out the way I wanted for Michigan, but I was riveted. I, I was like, oh, I think they could come back. And they did. They almost did it. They they beat themselves, uh, truth be told. I think um hundred percent. It's it's their own they can't they can't look at anybody except for themselves. Like I, I get it. They kind of got ripped off on that catch in the first half that should have been a touchdown, but then don't fumble it from the one foot line. Like don't, don't yeah, you, had, you you still had four chances from there to get it to, to get yeah. touchdown. Yeah, and it and it was then they beat themselves and 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 I'll and I'll eat that and and good on Texas Christian. They're they're on they're a way having never seen them play all year. They're definitely a better team than I thought they were. They that especially that number one on defense. That kid was fucking awesome. He was everywhere. Yeah, it was a stunner. TCU come, coming to beat Michigan, uh, 51-45. Michigan was a seven-point favorite. Uh, TCU's first, uh, well, it's actually the Big 12's first time to get to the, the football playoff championship game. So it's going to be interesting how that happens. The, uh, TCU's been the little engine that could their last seven games. Uh, they've won, I think, their last seven games. Uh, they're all within 10 points. So, man, oh, man, they've uh, they've they've gotten the job done when it was time to get things done. And it was impressive to watch them. Even though the game ended up 51-45 and Michigan had their chances to win that game right from the get-go just the way the interceptions the pick six the whole bit uh it just seemed that michigan was always playing catch up and they weren't going to catch up they could never really fully grab momentum back anytime michigan was starting to put it together and build some momentum tcu would make a big play it that's they just couldn't they just couldn't get rolling on on all cylinders is how i the the emotion I got out of that game. And, and, you know, Michigan, they came to play and they made some mistakes, but it, you know, it was it, full points to TCU. Like they, they, they won that game. 
hundred percent. And like the, that third quarter, 44 points, I think it was in the third quarter alone by the two teams. And it was back and forth and back and forth. You didn't know what was going to happen. Like I said, there was fumbles and pick sixes and, and the whole thing and missed field goals and, and all of it that was happening in that football game. And, uh, people who say that they like defensive struggles, they're full of shit because games like that, games like that where there, there is, uh, very little defense. That seems to be the thing with bowl games right now is that the uh, the defense, because they're getting some time off, the defense is having a hard time catching up to uh, a lot of these high-powered offenses. Like today, USC lost to uh, the green wave of Tulane in a 48-46 score, whatever it was, giving up 16 points. And then even the uh, the Rose Bowl today, and then obviously the Georgia game on, on Saturday night. The defenses seem to be having a little bit of trouble keeping up with these high-powered offenses. Like you just said, I think when a coach has three weeks to scheme um, and break down tape, they're going to find not everyone's on that defense is a first-round pick, no matter how that defense is played all year. When you got elite players on your side of the ball, you're going to find a way to uh, to soften up a defense and, and take advantage of the weak spots. Yeah, it was unbelievable. That that game on, on Saturday night that ended at the stroke of midnight Eastern time uh, with the, the missed field goal by Ohio State, what – like you can say what you want about sports and, and that you don't like this kid, you don't like that kid. But at the end of the day, especially with college football, you got to remember that most of those guys are just kids. And I, I was like, I'm not an Ohio State apologist by any means, but watching that kid miss, like he shanked that, that uh, game winning field goal. He weren't close. Like I think I could have kicked it that, that close. I've never kicked the football in my life. Uh, I felt for that kid to because the the weight of the world is on him, and he'll remember that till obviously till next season. If, and if he doesn't get another chance, I don't know if he's a junior, senior, or what whatnot. But to watch him miss that by so much, and just looking at, and in just in complete astonishment in in, in himself, that's got to be tough on a kid. And he's going to wear that for life. He'll never forget that. And you know what? The uh, fans aren't going to let him forget that. Um, to, to pay, I don't know what kind of career he has going forward as a professional football player. But he's going to wear that for life, and, and someone is going to remind him every single time he has to line up for a big field goal for the rest of his life. Yeah, Georgia, they they uh, they had made a big comeback. They were down 14, I think, in the at the at, a, at the uh, in late in the third quarter or even into the fourth. They didn't have the, they looked like they were down and out. Ohio State was going to pull off the a huge upset because everybody's been christening Georgia to be the uh, next coming of Alabama. We'll get to them in a second, uh, but. Georgia made a big comeback. The the field goal. The there there was a, a timeout that that was called when there was supposed to be going to be an onside kick, and that kind of changed. Kirby Smart made a great great uh, play call on that. It was uh, no, it was riveting riveting football on on Saturday uh, afternoon, Saturday night. That uh, man, you got you're gonna have a Georgia's got their hands full with that TCU team come the, uh, the the championship game next next Monday night. I agree. I like. I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, I, I'll be able to buckle in, like I, like I mentioned. I, I, I missed, uh, I missed kickoff. Didn't get to start watching that game till a little bit late. The Michigan one, and I wasn't able to stay until the fourth quarter. And <laughs> the house we were at had no, uh, no TV, so I wasn't there to watch TV. I'm kind of glad I didn't yeah. see, I didn't, I didn't see it all because uh, the night I had with, with my wife, my son, my friends, and their kids was. We can't be beat either. You can't, you can't, there's no price on, on, com, uh, companionship like that. And, and like I mentioned before we came, I was, I was just pissed when I found out they were on New Year's Eve. Like, fuck, man. How come no one gave me a call? I'm writing a letter. Well, you had that internet thing. I just figured you'd figure it out, but whatever. Uh, I, well, that's how I figured it out on Wednesday, though. Like, I can't, I can't write to the calendar people and say, hey, can we push New Year's Eve back a day? My my big take, Dave, over those uh, games that were on Saturday, the uh, the Sugar Bowl, I think it was. I, I get them all mixed up, but the game Alabama played on uh, Saturday morning, uh, ten a ten a.m. start here, Mountain Standard Time, uh, Alabama. They said, "Hold my beer, watch us. We're still the best team in the country," and they pummeled. Kansas State, and it weren't close. Number ten, Kansas State. They made them look like a. a an Alberta high school football team. It was bad and bad early. And I think that Alabama, Nick Saban said, okay, yeah, we're not there. We lost two games total this year by a total of three points. 
last play of the game in both games, and uh, let, let's uh, let, let's show the uh, the world what, what what we still got, and that were Alabama. They were unbelievable on Saturday, and I, I think I like even though with the two losses, they're the best team in college football. Yeah, but you know it, it is what it is. That you, there's absolutely no excuses of why they were left out of the top four. They didn't deserve to be the top four. Well, no, you lose and, two, and you're out. Like, it's just you, what it is. you lose two, you got to be out. And and so I don't have any sympathy for them. I guess I feel a little bad for K State, but you know, you know, Bama and Georgia, like going in, we 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 all thought they were the best two teams in the country. Yeah. Michigan has it had a had a claim to that and and like i said <clears throat> i believe they should have beaten uh tcu but they didn't they didn't play well enough to win ohio state clearly had the game to beat georgia just a little unlucky at the end so like it's it's even though the big 10 doesn't seem to uh pull through in the clutch Ever. i i think i think those two teams like they they held themselves high and then they showed they belonged and hopefully uh this may throw a chink in the armor of SEC dominance that we've been seeing for so long. Your uh, your Denver Broncos had a, a well whatever that doesn't much matter. They have a coaching vacancy obviously, but the the rumor mill is already out that uh, Jim Harbaugh might end up with the uh, Denver Broncos. There's a three million dollar buyout. That's nothing nothing to to the, the university or to him or the the rest. Uh, would you be opposed to Jim Harbaugh leaving the college ranks and becoming the head coach of the Denver Broncos? I don't know if that's what I want. I wouldn't. He's I, done it. it. He didn't, didn't really succeed at it. Like I. Oh, what, what do you mean? He brought Sam well, Fran to the to the Super Bowl finals with yeah, uh, Kaepernick. There's a reason why he was out. Well, it's just whatever. Doesn't well, matter, yeah, but. you know, it's he can clearly coach. I don't think I want that. But you know, I'm just. They, I'm, I'm happy they showed up to play, and 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 once, and I was skiing all day on Saturday on Sunday. The only game I was able to watch was the Sunday nighter, um, but from when I from the highlights and what have you, I watched. Denver kind of got a little bit uh, done dirty by the by the officials committees on that game. Like Russell Wilson got body slammed onto his head on that last play no, of the game. Yeah, yeah, no flag. Like fuck that. Like if that happens to Brady, someone gets fifteen in a game for that. Well, and you know the. Denver held in there till till the bitter end. It was twenty seven twenty six or twenty seven twenty four final. Um, but the dominance of Mahomes, he's beat them eleven straight times. They haven't since Mahomes has got there. Denver has not touched Kansas City. But yeah, the, back to the uh, the Harbaugh thing. Uh, I coaching a college team is a lot different than coaching a pro team because a college team you can you you run the asylum and there's no getting around that. If you uh, if you end up in the NFL as a coach, the inmates somewhat run the asylum because they have contracts and you don't. And you're hired to be fired in the NFL. College, you can stay with the team forever if you want to. Yeah, like, and, and he just re-upped with Michigan. I don't know what's going to happen there. Like I say, I, I I don't necessarily want to see him come to uh, come to the Broncos. I think, I don't know if he's the solution. Um and and he just re-upped in Michigan, and and he's he's that's a good him. job. It's one of the top five jobs in, in in the country. You bet. And he shows he can. He he's now proven that he can do it because his first five years, no one knew what the fuck was going on in in Ann Arbor. There, I think but, him more than anybody. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's shown he can do it. He's beaten. It's been uh, over two years since they've lost to OSU, which is which is a good omen. And and they should have won, but they didn't. Like. Uh, but they they clearly had the team to beat Texas Christian there on Saturday, and the the team came up short. So, like I say, it's it's a pretty good gig where he is right now, and and I think he's as competitive as the next guy, and he would like to to hoist a, a national the, one of those crystal footballs or whatever the hell you call that trophy. Who knows what they even got anymore half the time. Uh, talking about all the good that is in sport and everything else that happens on a on a nightly basis when you you, you get down to the brass tacks of the the entertainment value of it all. Uh, something negative happened tonight. Not that it was anybody's fault, and not that it was a uh, it was handled incorrectly. I think it was it finally got handled correctly by the NFL. Uh, Bill's safety, Demar Hanlon, he's now in critical condition, a hospital uh, following a tackle. Uh, game versus the the Bills and the bank the Bengals made a tackle. He stood up, fell down. Ambulance got, got on the field. They resuscitate him shipped him out they took a while to decide the players all left the field the nfl took a while to decide 
what they were going to do, whether they're going to continue the game or not. Uh, to me, it's an absolute no-brainer that they couldn't continue the game. Uh, this the uh, you, when one of your your brothers and teammates, everything else goes down in that kind of situation. I I don't think it's even an option. This isn't like uh, the WWF years ago when Owen Hart passed away, where Vince McMahon decided to keep the show going that night. Uh, this was something that had to stop. And you hear people complaining. Yeah, we'll get the negative part of things this early in the year, but. You heard, I was reading on the Twitter machine as we were, uh, just before we're going on air, people were complaining about their fantasy pools and, and their, and, and the like about what they're going to do with this game. The game is so, is so secondary. It's, at the end of the day, these, it is, this is for entertainment purposes only. And if something can't happen, it's just like a movie getting canceled. This guy's life and, and the, the, uh, the psyche of his teammates is much more important. 100%. Um, from what I read on the Twitter machine is that the NFL, like uh, after the ambulance left, um, the NFL said, okay, boys, start getting ready. And both coaches did absolutely not. Like if it wasn't for uh, the coaches standing up to the NFL, um, they they might be playing again right now. It's how heartbreaking. Like I've been on the, on the field of play when guys have gone down with concussions and, and hurt bad and broken bones. It's, it rattles you. It really does rally you as a player. And this 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 Hamlin kid is is fighting for his life right now. I, I pray that uh um he's he he pulls through, but it's and to, like, to, oh, sorry, to see a, yeah, to see a brother in arms, like not even like just the Bills, like for the, the Bengals as well. When they see that, like Jesus, that could be me. And 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 that that's tough. That's tough to deal with. And 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 I feel for I, I hope like the Hamlin family seems like a really good guy too. Um, I, I, I hope that he pulls through and, and, and that this is going to be hard for the bills and for the Bengals to, to get over. And you can't just shake it off, warm up and continue a, a football game. No, it, it's quite, quite crazy because football's not that sport where it's all family team, family team. And they talk about you do it for your brother and everything else. And for these, for the NFL to come out and say, you're, you're playing, uh, fuck you, you know, cause it, to, to talk out of both sides of their mouth, how the, the athletes are most important. It's not, we know it's a money driven league. Well, every sport is, I mean, it's all about the, the cash, but it's like you said, the, how the coaches basically said, we're not, we're not doing this. And the players, I think to a man, they would have said, we're not doing this either because you're just asking for more injuries. And we talked about a few weeks ago, how, uh, these guys are such highly tuned athletes and how they, um, they're just machines, especially a safety. They can run like the wind, can do it, do it all, jump and run like no one's business. And for him to go down like that, that's got to be something else. Because I'm, I'm sure the game day physicals, or the game or the game week physicals, for just for them to be allowed on the field are are uh, are second to none. And for this to happen, completely unexpected, and to expect the, the guys to go out there and play later on, uh, that's pretty ridiculous. It is, and you know, I'm looking for it right now. Like I mentioned, I wasn't. We got home from Montana, not uh, kind of late, and so we got shit to do. And uh, I, I hadn't even started watching football yet, and and I, I followed and 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 saw this, the news, uh, about Demar like just five minutes before, before coming on with you here, and and that fucking ass crack Bayless said something. How can the NFL? I don't want to misquote him because that asshole can uh, can put his foot in his mouth all by himself without me ha- me helping him. But it just bothers me how how someone like him is just always looking for clickbait and trying to say the thing and and you know I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. No you're not. You're you're a fucking asshole that all they care about is is clickbait. So this is what he said. Oh Jesus, I just had it. Sorry. It's okay. No, I, 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 I skip Bayless has been well past his prime. I remember him uh, when he used to uh, host for Jim Rome back in the day when, when Rome went on vacation and I, I used to quite like skip Bayless, but now everything seems to be about clicks and about reactions and not about, I, I, I don't think anybody could be that blind or that deaf to the situations that, that go on. I, I, I honestly think he, he does it for guys like me to talk about guys like you to talk about on not so much on podcasts, but on a daily basis. So you, you, 
do you tune in just to see what might be next? Uh, I remember a few weeks back, Jim fan in the van. They were talking with him and Shannon Sharp, and Shannon Sharp took his glasses off. He, he was going to beat up. He was going to beat Skip up, and I, I thought he was too. And it was quite funny the way that that Jim broke it down uh, on that episode that he had uh, well, three, four weeks ago when you were talking about Tom Brady, uh, the jealousy that Shannon Sharp had to Tom Brady. Remember that? And yeah. And, and and Skip Bayless, I, I, I honestly, there's no way he believes what he says. There's there's no way. You can't, you know, and, and like, and that's the thing. Like he was, he was disparaging Shannon Sharp's career. He's like, I'm a fucking hall of famer. Well, he'd obviously didn't like, like you're talking to a hall of famer. Yeah. You know, and, and what he said tonight, Bayless, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Like it's, he's, he's, he wants him to play this game. Like, how can they, how can they postpone it? Like there's a young man fighting for his life. Like his teammates, like how can they play it? Like you, 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 you piece of filth. Oh, I can't stand that guy. Yeah, he's he's quite awful, and I don't know why he's still on on the four letter network there at ESPN the whole bit. I mean, it must be. I think he's he's FX one, I think, or FS one, whatever it is. But but still, it's it's a thing like you you wonder how because in general, I I don't think sports fans are that mute to the situation. And the athletes, we we kind of hold them at a higher level and 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 the like. We we do. we do actually, they become not, not family, but they become part of your, your, your inner vernacular, I guess, where when things like this happen to me, you get a little concerned. You're like, you know what? It is just a game. It is just a sport. I still got to go to work in the morning. You got to go to work in the morning, whatever else. It's just entertainment at the end of the day. And for Bayless to be saying things like this, yes, I, I, I kind of understand what he's saying about how, how are they going to, to get this game in? Cause the game actually is going to mean something in the standings it doesn't mean any anything in life in general but there there is some things that this game does mean to the nfl season and to the gambling people and everything else like how they're going to get it in is a mystery to me they'll they'll figure it out they'll figure it out they always do yeah uh, like i don't know and then also too it's a short week already all the games are on and i don't know why is that why is all why are all the games on saturday this week not sunday there's a few saturday and a few sunday i think uh no, I think they're all on Saturday because they I I oh no I lied some on Saturday some on Sunday Jesus I got to get with it yeah once college football's done basically they they take over Saturdays as well the NFL does and they, they say okay we're gonna have have games Thursday Saturday Sunday Monday they play Tuesday they'll play fucking Tuesday if they could in the NFL yeah. And then when's the national championship game? Monday night, next Monday. Uh, the ninth. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because all NFL games all end next Sunday. The season end ne- end, ends next Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Anyways, the uh, 1420 podcast happened to be teamed up with Manscaped. Uh, 3 2 1. Happy New Year from our friends over at Manscaped. The ball has officially dropped, but that doesn't mean you have to drop the ball on your balls in 2023. Whether you had a New Year's kiss or not, the leaders in below the waist grooming have you covered for your much needed resolution of bringing sexy back. Join the 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com or.ca and use promo code 1420Scape for 20% off and free shipping. Let us have a toast for a new year, new you, and a new you with no pubes. Anyways, Dave, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. It's like you didn't even read it. Happy New Year, everybody. I read that 100%. <laughs>Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420.
pod at SeatGeek.com today to save $20 on your first uh, purchase of your tickets. Uh, day week 17, the NFL, like we just discussed, uh, got cut a little bit short tonight. Hopefully, the, the DeMar Hamlin uh, is okay. He's in critical condition in hospital, but we won't talk about that anymore. Uh, it's out of our control. Uh, week 17 uh, was going a lot yesterday. Some great games that happened yesterday. Some not, not so great games yesterday, but there's a few hot takes that I got. Uh, Carson Wentz is still bad at football following his uh, their, their team's <laughs> loss to uh, Cleveland. Uh, the Vikings, I think, may be the biggest frauds in football with a 12-4 and record now after their loss blowout loss to Green Bay and um, honestly the Raiders blew another lead but they didn't look that bad yesterday uh, even after getting rid of Derek Carr as their starting quarterback no it's quite something that was the game I was able to watch pretty much the whole thing uh, being the Sunday nighter the the, the the Niners have the best defense in the league on paper and oh, yeah. they, let, they let a guy fucking roll them uh, on uh, on Monday night and and uh, for thirty plus lucky. points, yeah, yeah, thirty seven thirty four was the final. Entertaining as hell. I liked that game. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'm always happy to see the Raiders lose. Um, I, I wonder if this is going to be a little bit of a wake up call to the Niners because that's always a thing too, right? We don't have to prep as hard this week because this guy's a chump and we're going to eat him up. Well, if you're getting into this point of the season, like it's all, it's, it's tough to play and you got some games that, well, we should win this one by a lot because they got a backup quarterback coming in uh, and, and the likes, but it, it is tough, but man, without Christian McCaffrey in that uh, 49ers lineup, they probably lose that game yesterday. Uh, that's probably the best acquisition this season that's happened in the National Football League is McCaffrey coming from Carolina, ending up with, with the Niners. Um, he's been aces for them since he's got there. Yeah, he's so good. He's a difference maker. Um, you need, obviously, more weapons than him because when you got Darnold and, and uh, Baker thrown to you, like it, it, when you're the only option, you, you become less effective. But he's showing what a weapon he can be that one run he made breaking tackles there in the third quarter. It was or fourth quarter. It was, it was, it's a treat to watch players of his caliber um, move the ball. I, I loved it. It was, it was great football. It was fun to watch. The Lions kept themselves alive. They're eight and eight right now. I, I'm pulling for them to get into the playoffs. Or they're, it's going to be tough, and they need a lot of help to, for it to happen. Uh, Green Bay, uh, they were four and eight at one point. They're eight and eight now. Uh, but that's the game, right? So Packers, Lions they, next they're, week. They're, they're giving themselves a shot to make the yep. playoffs by 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 going and, and beating beating the, the Green Bay Packers and giving yourself a shot. And that's all you can do when you're a team that wasn't supposed to amount to anything. And you give yourself a shot to go out and win a football game. They still need some help with Seattle to lose and, all, and everything else. But, man, people in Detroit, they must be pretty ecstatic right now that their uh, Detroit football Lions have a shot at making the playoffs for the first time. Uh, I don't want to say in my lifetime, but uh, they haven't been there a whole bunch in the last 48 years since I've been walking this earth. They've missed more than they've made. That is for a certain, <laughs> and uh, and for like, and not just not good, just not like terrible, like a couple one win seasons, a couple no wins, no winners, yeah, and just futile and and terrible. But to to this new coach to turn him around, that's not easy. Is cha- changing culture around, and and Jared Goff is. Not as bad as we thought he was, right? Like McFay, uh obviously didn't like him in in uh, Los Angeles, and and they got a ring without him. So McVay, I'm not going to question his intelligence, but he's 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 gaming now. He's he's having a great year, and and good for him picking himself up, showing everybody that he's not as bad as McVay wanted everybody to believe. That Rams team, that has to be. I'm going to do a little research for our next show on Thursday about uh, the, the falls from grace after a championship season. Worst not, record either. Like, not Worst. just in football, but just yeah. in, like in hockey or baseball or basketball or whatever sport. Because, my God, that that is that is the biggest fall from grace in my memory that I can think of at all. Like, it's, it's not, and it's not close. I read it yesterday on the Twitter machine. This is the worst record ever for a defending Super Bowl champion. So they made history. Um, obviously, losing players and, and injuries didn't help. But, you know, when they, they pushed all their chips into the middle and they got a ring out of it. So who am I? Like, it's, I think it's worth it. 
Um, we'll see well, how they how competitive they are next year. But you know, winning a championship, and if you're going to sell out, you, if you if you miss by well, like one game or miss the playoffs completely. You're not winning a ring this year, but to to win one is huge. I mean, you look at the Chicago Cubs. We talked about it before, like they they won their their World Series and then they they went for it. They put all chips in, and they haven't been back since. I mean, the playoffs the year after, but winning a championship that is uh, generational. How it's going to bring money to your franchise? Oh, once again, like people still talk about the '86 Bears, right? Like it's like there's still every fantasy league you ever you go in with someone over the age of 35. There's a team called the Bears. Thank yeah. you, Saturday Night Live, which was a hilarious skit, by the way. And uh, the the they're still talking about it. And Chicago Cubs people still talk about it. It's it's funny how the teams that have the least success and win one here or there, their their ring rings louder than teams that seem to do it once twice a decade. Except for loudmouth Yankee fans who chase for 28 every fucking year. They're kind of getting tired of already, but whatever. That's another story for another day. No, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this playoff race, uh, nothing's really set in stone as of yet. We'll see how they're going to do this. Bills, Bengals postpone how it's all going to play out. Uh, I don't know how they're, they're going to go about it. It's not, not our, our our place to even try to figure it out because I'm, there's people that are way, way, way smarter and get paid a lot more than me, you and I do to figure out the logistics of that. Because I think, I think that's the biggest thing is the logistics of it all because you can't play tomorrow because you, you got to play next week and probably x amount of days you got to have off between games because cba and everything else it, it's going to be a bit of a logistics nightmare to figure this out obviously damar hamlin's uh health and safety is more important than a football game but dave it's going to be if if that game ends up meaning something in the standings uh that's going to be a bit of a nightmare to try to figure out how they're going to play it yeah, and you know it's compounded by the fact that it's a Monday night. Even if this game happened yesterday with all the other games, then maybe they finish it off tonight. Uh, tonight being Monday, yeah, good point. But now that it's already Monday, you can't shorten the week because both. Uh, I I know the the Bills play the Pats. Uh, I think on on the last game of the season, um, and that game means a shit ton for the Pats. I think the the Patriots are in a winning your end thing against the Bills. And if Bills have something locked up, they might not try as hard. Like I don't know. Um it's but it's not our problem to solve. And 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 yeah, we'll just, NFL we'll, NFL made the right choice by um by postponing today's game. The pushback that would have happened if they would have decided to play, not just from the players, but the players association, I think I think ninety eight percent of fans would have been quite bad in the the court of public opinion can be the the worst court in the land, and uh, it would have been a bad scene for NFL if they would have decided to play that. I mean, they, people are still going to watch NFL. They're they're, they're not going to turn it turn it off or turn away from it. But it would have been a pretty bad look. Oh yeah, yeah. Like because you know, let's talk about Tua and like the Dolphins, right? Like it's uh, the Dolphins are all fat and sassy six weeks ago, but now not so much. I think they even might be out. Like they need a lot of help. For them to make they the got to win now. with an unhealthy, an unhealthy uh, Tua, and they got to well, get he, a, a I'll lot be surprised of help. if he plays again because that's three concussions now that guy's had this year. Well, we talked about it after week two or three when he got that really bad one where he he did his own little collapse show on the field there and it wasn't looking good. Uh, you got to think that he's got to be thinking, man, long term health is so much more important. And what these guys know now and what people know about the, the game and, the, and and brains and everything else now, man, oh man, I guess. Uh, your career's short as it is, but your life could be pretty short with the CTE and everything else that happens, man. I, I don't think, like, well, I'm not a doctor, I'm just, but you read about stuff, but having a guy out there playing just for the sake of playing, I mean, he's, he's got more money he'll ever spend, I would hope, um, already. Uh, maybe it's time to just call it, honestly. He's going to, like, I don't, if I was his family, if I was the people that care about him, I would say like that's you're you're not playing another down this year. And and you know, I get it, the team needs you. They're not Teddy Two Gloves got hurt. So the Dolphins <laughs> are right fuck day. Eh? So um it, it's tough decisions, but you know what it's 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 when a guy can the more concussions you get, the easier it is to get a concussion. And, oh, and, yeah. that's, and that's, I don't know a lot, but I do know that. And, and when you're grabbing, like, it seems like every month you're getting another concussion. Maybe it's just time to reevaluate and see 
what kind of priorities you want for the rest of your life. Cause the kid's only 25 years old too. Like it's not much it's more than that. Happen. Like he's how many years yeah. he played now championship game came in in the, uh, in the fourth quarter with Alabama and then pulled off a big victory there. Yeah. You just wonder, like it's, you, you just wonder because he's a person out, got a personality to burn. He could he get him on, on TV. He can make, making money elsewhere, settle, selling cars, whatever. There's always a way, right? Like it's, you wonder like, okay, maybe, um, I could have another 50 sheets in the bank, but if my brain don't work, what's that 50 sheets doing me? Nothing. Like absolutely yeah, pay, nothing. Paying for care. Yeah. Um, how, hey, I got a question. What are your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence, who you threw on the trash heap there a couple months back? Well, the I was Jags wrong. Are, the Jags are winning. You're in, eh? Yeah, they're winning. They're in. I was wrong. I, I didn't have much hope. I thought that uh, because of... Uh, who we played with last year for uh, what the hell's his name for with uh, the coach there. Herb. Herb. With Urban Meyer. I don't know why I didn't. You try to forget the negative things in your life, but Urban Meyer, I, I kind of thought that uh, maybe the the Herb curse hit him and he wasn't going to amount to anything because it takes it. You, 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 you can go sideways quick in the NFL as a quarterback. You look at a guy like Sam Darnold, who was the coming out of USC, how he was supposed to be the next guy, and it looks like he's, he's going to be out of the league next year. And I thought that Trevor Lawrence with Urban Meyer and how bad that team was last year and, and started off so poorly this year, I didn't have high hope for Trevor Lawrence uh, coming out. Out of uh, out of Clemson, I thought, oh man, he had a, a pretty blessed schedule there in the ACC, and then to end up uh, on a, a team with Herb, and then starting off like I said, the way he did, it don't look good. But they win and you're in, so I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, it shows that this Peterson at, at Philly. I don't know what how the wheels came off that situation, but he he did deserve to get fired. Um, but he he knows how to motivate a team that their defense is on fire. And uh, and Trevor Lawrence is looking like an all-pro right now. So uh, it's that team you don't want to play, the Jags, because uh, now they're playing the Titans for a win and you're in, and the Titans are playing their third stringer and have lost six games in a row. So And the Titans, people were picking them to go pretty deep in the playoffs this year and have a chance at winning the whole thing, and they just didn't amount to anything. Well, Tannehill's hurt and Derrick Henry's hurt. So that's it. That's, yeah, and and that, that that's the thing with the National Football League is that it, it's a 17-game schedule, and if you get hurt, you can miss two to three games, and and uh, unless somebody can step up like they did in San Francisco with Big Cock Brock being in there after two after the other two quarterbacks got hurt with Chase Young and uh, and our main man Jimmy G, uh, if unless someone steps up, man, you get a couple of injuries, that's it. Like your season's over. It gets over. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's that's the Tennessee, and so. Um, which yeah, is odd right. because of your eighty-man rosters and your practice rosters. Like you would think that somehow, like these these mastermind coaches that they all they, they they tell you that they are, they can't just insert player here and it works. Because these these mastermind coaches who tell who will tell you ad nauseum how smart they are, maybe they aren't. Well, but you got difference makers, right? When when a key piece goes down, like the Oilers, if uh, if McDavid goes down, you're not replacing that. I don't care with no. who, like, you know, and, and, you know, with, with your offensive elite talent, um, when, when these difference makers go down, then you're, you're in trouble. Like, especially at running back, especially at quarterback. Yeah. If you your know? quarterback goes down, like, like San, San Francisco's got just a different uh, defensive scheme and they, they, they play the game that way well. But yeah, if with, uh, I don't think Ryan Tannehill's elite. I don't think he's elite either, but he's better than whoever they have, right? Like he's, He's a B plus, and that's all you need, and that's how San Francisco does it as well. We can win with B plus quarterback play, right? And that's and that's their their offensive system is not predicated on on elite quarterback play. It's on quarterback system, quarterbacks making the right reads and and delivering the ball on time, and that's about it. Like we're not asking them to win the game. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be interesting how next week plays out. There's some playoff spots still up for grabs. A lot of seeding, like all the seeds are pretty much up for grabs as well. It's going to be interesting how it all plays out. This is exactly what the NFL wanted when they went to the 17-game schedule. It's exactly what they wanted when they, they with, with salary caps, and every league league loves it when you have the parity that the NFL does because nothing's set in stone. Nobody has the, uh, the anything locked up yet, and, and to go 17 weeks and have, have teams that have a shot still to – in the playoffs like the uh the Detroit Lions can get in there for the first time in God knows how long it uh it it, it keeps 
people interested in the game a lot more compared to baseball where most times things are done by August. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is just because, you know, one, one football game, one NFL game is like 10 in, uh, in, uh, in baseball. So these games do mean so much. And then there's just one, there's one more. Uh, I, like I, I mentioned, I wasn't, uh, able to watch a ton of f- football, but I did manage to catch the fourth quarter of the Steelers Ravens games. I don't know what God Kenny Pickens prays to, but he better keep praying to that God. Cause you know, he's winning. And you know, I, I will say this about Steeler Nation. That that team does not give up. They got a lot of heart, but they're not that good. They're really yeah. Not Kenny that Pickett's good. been Pickett's been unbelievable. <laughs> he's been he's been he's been good enough, and I good got, enough. That's it. He's been good enough, and he's been getting the job done. And you got to think that um, Tomlin is is got to be in there running for coach of the year if they can squeak in because he they they were they were left for dead not that long ago and they're there like whether like we talked about last week and we had a chuckle with it with, with Jim from the fan in the van about this is that uh man if you make it that might not be a good thing because then there's a draft pick or whatever else and you know going going nine and eight and being uh being mediocre is a bad thing but uh Tomlin's never had a losing season or 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 like, like he's been, he's been right there, and and to get in with that team, with that quarterback that didn't even start the season and only got in because of injuries, Jesus, you just once again one of those teams you don't want to play because they 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 have a coach who's experienced and it, and they're finding a way to win. They're finding right? a way to win, and yeah. and it, and that's hard to do. And the NFL's it's any sport is hard to win. It's hard to win championships, but if you can get on a roll in any sport and give, just give yourself a chance, mm-hmm. stay alive till the fourth quarter or the third period or the ninth inning or whatever it might be, whatever sport it is. If you give yourself a, a puncher's chance, like Rocky Balboa in the 15th round versus Apollo Creed, <laughs> you never know. You just never know. Exactly. You know, you're, you're not, you're, you're not going to win the game you're not in. And, and, you know, Pittsburgh does need a ton of help. I think they need three or four other teams to lose, but they, they're playing a meaningful game against Cleveland on Sunday. And you know what? I bet they beat Cleveland. I bet they Cleveland, beat Cleveland, right? Yes, exactly. And so, um, you know, like, um, I don't know if I'm happy because I could give two fucks how Pittsburgh does. In fact, I do prefer they lose, but you know, it's, it's one of those things that like I, watching that game, like, How's this kid doing it? He's not flashy. He's not overly good. I, I see him missing receivers all the time, like missing the read. But he's at the end of the day, that team plays hard, hard behind him, and um, and they obviously know how to play defense. They, I think they're getting a bit of breaks with um, the injuries of the the teams they're playing. But they're there, chipping a the chair. No, I I think it's great. Like when when like relevant teams like that, because there's a lot of uh, actually we I've reached out to uh, Tom O'Connor. He's a he's a Pittsburgh guy. I think he's joining us in the show to talk about his last fight when he got punched in the face a little bit. Uh, he might be joining us in the show on Thursday night, which would be a lot of fun to catch up with Tom again. Uh, Pittsburgh fans are passionate, man, and there and there's a lot of them. And when when there's when there's a lot of fans watching a game, it makes things lot uh, uh, it makes things things interesting for sure. I I, I love it. Like it's like like when 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 the Yankees are relevant, people watch. When the when the uh, Leafs are relevant, people watch. And Pittsburgh's one of those uh, polarizing teams. Cause there's 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 two sets of fans: Pittsburgh fans and fans who hate Pittsburgh. Yep, now I will agree with that. And Pittsburgh fans travel well. There's Pittsburgh fans at Everywhere. every road game. You bet there is, and and so because they have the history, they have the pedigree, and um, and they expect a lot from their team, which is not not a bad thing. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is at the 5,000 yard mark now. Uh, second time in his career he's done it. Uh, I still think that they're they're the team to beat in the NFL, just because of him. Yeah, I I'll I'll, I'll say that. Uh, well, you know, I think the two three best teams in the NFL are the Chiefs, Bills, and and Bengals right now. Um, and any one of those teams can beat any other any NFC team nine times out of ten. And I think those three teams against each other would saw it off. It's pretty much a coin flip for me. Who's the best out of those three teams? It's going to be fun to see how it all plays out. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by, once again, SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 
one four two zero pod and save about twenty bucks in your first purchase at SeatGeek.com today. Fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast is happy to have teamed up with Rocket Sports just in time for the holiday season with golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories. Rocket Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice settings. Promo code 1420ROCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Rocket Sports. Rocket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for holiday gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's 1420RUKK. 10% off at checkout. When you purchase a rocket, you come to win. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Rocket Sports and Rocketsports.com. Use promo code 1420RUCK. That's R-U-K-K at Rocketsports.com for all your backyard uh, sports training needs or in your garage, whatever. Golf season's right around the corner, so go get your uh, your golf training needs and set something up and get that swing straightened out. Before you know it, there'll be uh, no snow on the ground. You can go and play some golf. Dave, uh, the word, the, uh, the, the Winter Classic was played today in uh, Boston at Fenway Park. The uh, Bruins won again against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Good, ho- it was a good hockey game. The weather was nice; it was fun. Uh, during just before the game, the uh, NHL announced that next year it'll be held at uh, T-Mobile Park, which is always going to be safe code to me in Seattle uh, with the Seattle uh, Kraken playing another historic hockey team, the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights, and because nothing sa- says like. Hockey heritage and classics like the Las Vegas Golden Knights, Winter the, Classic, or the Winter Classic. Sorry, <laughs> and the uh, and the uh, the Seattle Kraken, two uh, long term, long time outstanding, or you know, t- t- uh, sports teams that like pick two fucking teams that have some heritage, I, I, or like or just, snow, snow. There's that too. Anyway, so it was, it was uh, announced that the Team Oil Team Oil Park is going to be hosting the game. Dave, we haven't done this one in a long time, and because uh, Seattle's going to be hosting uh, the Winter Classic at uh, the T-Mobile Park, let's do a trade release sign with the Seattle Mariners. We'll go back in time to a bunch of bunch of Mariners, or three Mariners guys. Trade release sign. Remember how this all goes? I got Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, and the big unit, Randy Johnson. Trade release sign those three. What are you doing? Holy, those are three. Uh, I get it that um, that A Rod's not a Hall of Famer because he's a cheater, um, but those are three Hall of Famers. Their numbers. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You gotta. Jesus, you got it. Okay, so here we go. Um, I am trading the big unit because you can get. Um, you can get monster payback for a starting pitcher back in the day. Like at any time, you can get any. You could ask for whatever this you day, want. Yeah, yeah. You can you can totally restock your, your all your draft picks, and you'd you'd want a a good player and then some prospects for that guy, and you'd get whatever you wanted for him. And then uh, you're gonna keep the kid because he's the fucking kid. One of the sweetest uh, swings ever. Played with attitude, uh, not attitude. Played with just such a charisma, with charisma, and just made it look fucking easy. Did incredible yeah. things. He was awesome in the field, and a Rod because I don't like douches on my team. Release hi a Rod. Just get gone. I saw a little thing on him. It was just last week or something like that. I don't know where I saw it, but just how how much he was such a diva and and just. Yeah. A, fucking pain in the ass to all his teammates like he just he, he's never been a good guy and this started in seattle he had he had told seattle he was going to go to college if they if they drafted him and they drafted him and of course he had boris in his ear right from the get-go so when you're when you're so full of yourself and you got boris in your ear the entire fucking time you're not going to turn out good and he yeah. did 
the, the, he, the, the sad thing about A-Rod is, and I agree, that's probably what I would do too with the trade release sign. Um, the, 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 what you would get back for a starting pitcher. Um, and I, I, sometimes you find pitchers are, are a little overvalued at times because, uh, it's, it's no matter what, it's hard to hit a baseball, no matter who's throwing it. And, uh, yeah, you'd rather have a guy with a, a, a two ERA than, than, than a four ERA, but it's still, you know, I think pitchers are, uh, I don't want to say interchangeable, but they're not, is value more as much as the hitter is. So you got to keep a guy like, like Griffey and Griffey was, he was so good. And he, like, he, he, with all those injuries he had later in his career, when he grew, when he went to, uh, to, to Cincinnati, you wonder where he would have ranked all time. Like to me, I mean, obviously we watched him during, uh, his, his, uh, formative years when he was, uh, in Seattle and we, we, we got to watch him in Denver when he played for the Reds. Uh, he got to be a top five, top eight guy of all time. Like oh. I don't think that's even debatable. Well, the things I read about him, like when he was starting to uh, slow down, his game started deteriorating when he was in Cincinnati. Is that you know he didn't take care of himself. Like he didn't eat and he didn't work out. Like obviously he ate, but he, he didn't treat his body like a temple. It's not like he was out carousing and drinking, but he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't doing the lean fuel and 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 the the TB twelve workout. Like he. He just did what he wanted, and he was a natural of the game. He worked at his game. I'm I'm not calling him lazy by any stretch, but he didn't. He wasn't as as uh, worried about um, daily body maintenance as as a, as most, if not all, players are these days. Well, the way they and are nowadays, was, yeah, yeah. They're machines now compared to what they were back then. And Griffey, he had that uh, just natural talent that, that carried him a long ways. And once you, once you kind of get on a club that ain't doing so much anymore, uh, you can see it would be a little bit easier to go. Ah, I'll miss that workout or that. You know what? That drive-through burger don't don't look too fucking bad right now. I got two questions for you. So when you think of Ken Griffey Jr., is he wearing a Mariners jersey or a Reds jersey? Mariners, hundred percent. Is his hat forwards or backwards? Backwards every time. <laughs> Batting practice, backwards interviews, whatever it was, all the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And there's not like how many other ball players? Like, I don't think there's another ball player where I think about him and I think about his hat being on backwards. Yeah, there's not none. Like, really, just crazy. Yeah. Anyways, no fun show tonight, Dave. We, uh, we got through it. It's a new year, new us. We got things going on. Lots of good stuff going to happen in the new year. We hope. Uh, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast got a lot of plans going forward. Like we have another guest coming up, like we said on, on Thursday night, the friend of the show, Tom O'Connor, talked about his MMA, last MMA fight where the first round, it, it didn't look so good for old Tommy boy. He took a bit of a, uh, a swat that would probably take me, me and Dave out for about six weeks, but he survived it. We'll talk about some uh, Pittsburgh Steelers football, see what his thoughts are. Got other things uh, going to happen in the next few weeks with some other guests we got planned. So got a lot going on. Dave, what do you got going on for the new year? I'm going to be older next time we talk. And, you know, now tomorrow's the first day back at work after the, the festive season. So we'll just, you know, kind of grease the skids and, and see where Fourth we land. Birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll put out my uh, my Venmo so all you guys can 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 or, or my Amazon wish list. And I'll post that on our. That's link so page. bizarre to me that people have Amazon wish lists and people send people stuff. I don't. Well, I I get it because you know uh, people aren't offering to get you shit, but to to request it, uh, to request it, and just say, hey, if you're bored and want to buy something, buy me something personal. I don't know. Here's uh, here's the here's the shit I want. Like at least we're entertaining people. Yeah, like I'm giving you. We're, I I think we're giving you something. We're, we're giving, giving you an you- hour and a half every, or an hour every, twice a week, uh, every week for for two and a half, three years now. And you know, I I, I think like us requesting things. I don't think that that that's, that that's something. But somebody just having an Amazon wish list on their Twitter account that's weird to me, or their Facebook account or whatever. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, and then people send them shit. They must like I don't know because I never have. Oh, I, I've so, never. Yeah. It was like so I I don't know how much shit they're given. Maybe that's like, but then again I don't I don't do OnlyFans and I don't have that kind of thing. Or like do like someone's gonna pay to see me fucking I don't know, <laughs> clip my toenails and pop zits. 
That's weird. <laughs> it's, the internet is so the internet can be used for so much so much more good than it is bad. Like it's weird. It's, it's fucking weird the shit that goes on out there. It, 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 it's literally peeling back the curtain on the underbelly of of and it's not new. Things. I mean, the, these fetishes and whatever else they aren't new. It's just it's just because it's the internet now. Like when be thirty years ago before the on the line stuff with it it's not new it's just, no it's, it's like just, it's like hey i there. never yeah i never knew someone else got off on watching people clip their toenails that's weird man. so now that hey, whatever you're into you're into people i don't give a fuck it doesn't affect my life yeah anymore. just be consensual and don't hurt anybody that's right if you want to clip and someone's don't toenails be stupid. don't be stupid anyways the 1420 sports bar podcast for this january 2nd 2023 wow another year around the sun Take care of each other, but more important, take care of yourself, see you around. Keep your stick on the ice, and what else, Dave? No swinging at high pitches, Jimmy. And clip your own toenails in, in uh, your own time, man. Anyways, have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on Thursday night. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope it was a great one for everybody. Uh, keep on keeping on. Happy New Year, folks. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.